Okay, hello. Hi, hello. <laughs> hi, hi. Welcome to ThoughtCast. I'm your host, Chelsea. And this is Bijou. The same host as before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's only us two today. We've had a lot of guests, but. That's true. We want all our attention on us today. Obviously. I always want all of the attention, but I'm not like, I don't pretend that that's not true. So that's why it, it works yeah. for me. You're genuine about it, which I respect. I'm, I also like genuinely hate when anybody in public looks at me or talks to me, like I flinch when people walk by me in stores. I only want attention if I am in control of what the attention is. That's understandable. I think that's a normal artist thing, you know, like performers like performing, but then they really just want everyone to leave them alone the rest of the time. So either you're looking at me because I'm doing something for you to look at or just like, do not look at me. Get away from me. Don't look at all at my direction i've been disturbed by the fact that other people breathe my air for years Mm. and so this is just working out for me just fine i touched a string today and i had to wash my hands you know yep 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 wait till you try weaving oh god no i like those strings i have some (laughs) of your strings hanging in my home it's funny (laughs) premium bijou strings (laughs) They're thick enough that it's less, like, disturbing. I think I I can understand your sentiment. No, the string is on the blinds. And if I'm renting a house and there's blinds here. And so I'm I'm afraid of the blinds and the string. Yeah. My blinds phobia. Oh, my hand burns until I wash it. Yeah, no one cleans them, so I can't get mad at you for that. I'm sorry now that you might think about it. But yeah, so anyway, I kind of wanted to talk about a few different things. But first, I want to start by playing a game with you. Oh. I made it up. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's called the special interest game. Yeah, I'm kind of excited because no one lets you just, you know. Yeah. The wheel of special interest. So maybe we should say, like, you know, <laughs> everyone makes, everyone thinks that autistic people like one thing and that's it because that's the stigma about certain cases that have been in the media, like how somebody trains talk, but they, right, but they have every single kind of train memorized. So this is like a thing that autistic people just have really pointed interests and we're either like 100% about something or we just like can't even retain the information. So, yeah, well, so it's one I can't or the if other. I must, but mostly I can't. How many do you have, just out of curiosity? I, I would say I have like three to ten at any given point in time, like three to seven. Yeah, exactly. Or Me too, for sure. They, they go, they wax and wane. Yes, they do. They move around. Um, and a lot of mine are like private and weird. Like <laughs> recently I've been watching, like, in order to fall asleep, like I talked about how I have the one that's, um, uh, roller coaster design, but I kind of like yes. not really watching that. I feel like I've watched every single thing about roller coaster design that there yeah, is already. Exhausted. So it. there's only so That's much now. I have to actually ride them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so I've been watching the Jody Arias case. Do you remember her? She like uh, stabbed her boyfriend like 17 times and shot him and slit his throat or something and was no. like, oh, self defense. <laughs> Classic. Like 17 no. times. 
anyway, so she's a sociopath, right? So I'm obsessed that this goes into my normal special interest of like sociopaths and stuff. So I'm watching her case in order to fall asleep, like the full, like four hour day 25, like in court. And I'm like, why am I watching this to relax and Mm -hmm. fall asleep? Whatever works. Yeah, that's one. This week is Jodi Arias. So then there's, I think there's special interests that are like, they last for years. I have special interests that have lasted forever. And then, right, like littler ones wax and wane. I had, um... I was going to say that I, I, I think it's so interesting because my little brother like clearly had special interests, like just from like three or four years old, he was like sharks. Like I, he, he needed a shark and we're like, we can't buy you a shark, sir. Like you're seven years old and we can't buy you a nurse shark. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it was like, it's, it's so illogical. He was like, I need a shark. It's like, no. That's adorable so, though. I know. So he, I think that's cute. Um, but I'm ready. I'm prepared. <laughs> so the game is I'm just going to say a list. Did you of make words. a list? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to say a list of words that either are one of your special interests or that not. I know about or it's it's a word relating to one of your special interests. I like so that. I'm like I didn't just... prompt this. Like you, I didn't, we haven't discussed this previously. This is all live. No, it's a surprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's also oh, an effort man. to get Bijou to talk more about herself because I talk I'm too much. I'm mysterious. Bijou's like more reserved. Mysterious. You are mysterious. It's... <laughs> I want to be mysterious. Okay. Okay, it's fine. Okay. So here's the list. And I want you to just, when I'm done with the list, I just want you to start talking about something. <laughs> I'm trying to trigger you with a list of special interests. Okay, I'm excited, ready? I think. I'm, I think I'm ready. Okay. Engine, resin, <laughs> dead things, catfish, <laughs> lipstick sale, pollination, pharmacy. <laughs> pollination. <laughs> I like the, Where did you get engines from? From your from your motorcycle. Oh yeah, that's true. The motorcycle is like a hundred percent. No, it is. I just um, it's tough because I'm scared to mess with it too much. So I'm like trying to not allow it to be a special interest. You know, I'm like don't like mess with start. your motorcycle. Yeah, like don't mess with it too much. But it is like systems and stuff like that. I understand why people get into like trains and stuff because it's the same kind of it's a similar system you know i feel so that's my justification like roller coasters similar yeah yeah like i can totally see how roller coasters is one um fascinating shit what else um yeah lipstick sales i just bought some more lipsticks you're just constantly posting (laughs) lipstick sales and then i went and bought some yeah, it's uh, it's hard now because there's just so many sales because no one's buying anything. So I have to support the economy. Yeah. I'm actually, it's like mm-hmm. a philanthropy effort, me buying. Very, uh, very sweet of you. $500 worth of shit every month from mm-hmm. who knows where. Uh, what else? What are my, like. So I think the the motorcycle thing is cool because, like, you when you wanted to get a motorcycle you did like a shit ton of research and then you went and took roller roller coaster motorcycle (laughs) classes and then you're always posting sexy photos of your motorcycle and then you did some fin dom videos on your roller oh fuck i did it again on your motorcycle you wish 
Um, yeah, that is, uh, that's why I was like, first of all, this is like a giant work expense that I can be slutty on, like things that I can use in my, in my slutty themes, you know, and stuff I'm always interested in. Did you think of that originally? Um, not really. I was just like, I don't know if you've ever felt like a sexual attraction to inanimate objects. Like for me, like containers, uh, running water, uh like pastel stuff and like clear there's a thing called oh my god okay i'm excited clean core have you heard of this no this is like a section of like tumblr that has just like pictures of cleaning supplies and like like pools and like things that are like light blue and clear and like soaps and like it's really weird but like when you look through it it if you have that kind of fascination it like you're it's crazy so i'm gonna send that to you later maybe we'll link it i actually watched a documentary on a lady or on a bunch of different women who were in love with um tractors one lady was in love with like a a, a carnival ride and she like had its oils dripping on her i think i remember that yeah Yeah. i enjoyed that and so that is totally a fetish and then also um i used to as a kid really really enjoyed watching cleaning infomercials like they were Mm. really fun for me they're like satisfying yeah so i think it'll yeah it'll it'll be good for you and then um I was going to say something else. Oh, yeah. What was funny about the motorcycle thing was, like, because of my, like, motor skill issues, it was, like, very difficult to take, like, the motorcycle test and, like, just getting to the point where you turn the motorcycle on and you move, like, inch by inch and you don't stall. It took me, like, hours to do. (laughs) And, like, the teacher had to, like pull me aside later and be like, listen, like you're doing good. Like, don't give up yet. You know, but I was like the runt of the group. (laughs) Yeah. That happens to me in in group classes a lot. Honestly, like I learn at a different speed and it's harder for me at some point. And then once I get it, I'm better than everyone else. Yeah. It takes me forever. That's uh, the same thing happened in, in fencing. I was like, listen, like I see what you're doing. And I understand what I have to do, but to get my body to do that, especially if you're left-handed and you have to flip it and all this stuff, um, it was very, it's very difficult. So um, I think that's important for people to hear just because I am used to not wanting to do things that I'm not super good at immediately, you know? And it's like, it's okay to just be like bad at it, you know? Like you're just like struggling fuck it you know that's like the, it's fine. The, what is that a beginner's mind like you're supposed to go oh. into it open because i always take fun classes when i go on vacation like from Airbnb, i love that about you uh, yeah things like that yeah and so my one of my friends was like and she was also autistic she's like i want to go to one of your fun things that you do and when we were in new york i was like okay well i booked a pottery class and i'm like i've never awesome. done pottery before and she's like, me neither. And I'm like, okay, let's go. And the whole time she was complaining and she was like, I'm so bad at this. I'm like, dude, that's the point. You know, it kind of pissed me off. Well, she ruined it for me. I was like, this is why I go on vacations alone and why y'all are like, your trips look so fun. I'm like, yeah, because you're not here ruining it bah, bah. for me. Yeah. <laughs> I um, I feel that way about music too. Like I was, I did professional, you know, not professional, but like I was in music classes for like seven years and then I did uh like a drumline gig for uh Miami's football club like soccer team that's so fun though I love those it was so fun I played in front of like 4,000 people and all this stuff like I play the cymbal I don't know how to fucking play the cymbal but I you know you just (laughs) hit it you know so I did that 
um but the it was fun i did like drumline and other stuff so it was like close enough that i was like adjacent to that skill set but the, the thing that i like about music is like when i play on my own time i just do whatever the fuck i want you know and a lot of people that i try to like play with are you know insecure about that and they're like oh i don't know what i'm doing i'm like just do it just play something bad what's gonna happen yeah you, you know have what I mean? to. just play it bad <laughs> so i think you're that's worried about important. the things that you're not good at then like first of all you're not gonna get better at them yeah that's true and you also are probably worried about the things that you are fucking good at because i have i have more problems sharing things that i'm good at that i think i'm yeah. good at than things that i'm not like it's easier for me to be like i'm learning this than to be like i've been doing this for 15 years that's true. You know, because then that's scary because you're just like fuck like yeah <laughs> it's hard This is a good time for our commercial sponsors, which we do not have. If you would like to sponsor our podcast. Anyway. I was leaving some time for commercial uh, for our sponsors that we do not have. That would have been an appropriate time for them. <laughs> our sponsors. What are they sponsoring? Like, what are they? What do we need I don't know. for? Uh, Better internet connection? you know roller coaster game building things oh oh yeah no i mean i just want to touch the metal i guess yeah like oh. i might be attracted to uh roller coaster tracks like i'm i'm very into the tracks and the hydraulic launch systems and um <laughs> the different types of cars and the you know all the different things that roller coasters can do yeah but going on them for me is extremely scary, like very scary. Like I, I, cause I know I even, I'm like, I have all the memor the roller coaster tracks like memorized in a way. So yeah. when I'm going to go on something, I've already like watched the video, like the history of it. Like I've you know too much. POV, right? Yeah. I know exactly what's coming and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't even like this. Like I hate it. Like I really don't like it. That's really funny. But I like themed things. Like any kind of themed ride is really exciting True. for me. So I prefer that, but like the imp so I don't know. I'm seriously I feel like being obsessed with roller coasters but being too scared to go on them is like the most autistic thing of all time. Like it's yeah, like, like the sensory pathetic. part of it or something is too much to actually well, just because I also know the statistics of people dying and like I know all of that too. So yeah. like if you know too much about them, you kind of don't want to go on them, you know. Yeah, I wanna accept the mystery. Yeah, mysterious roller coasters. Okay, so here's a couple other things. And you're, I'm just going to read your list again. Okay. We already did engine. So, and lipstick. So we still have uh, resin. What is, oh, okay. <laughs> what? I was like resin. I thought you meant like weed resin, like, like, like old weed that was like in a bong. And I was like, that's disgusting, Chelsea. But now I realize I'm you're pretty, talking about resin. I'm pretty sure we've talked about resin like 18 times in the past three days. Oh yeah. No, I'm totally obsessed. Um, I felt like you would know what that is. <laughs> I know. I don't know why uh, I went there because it's it's new still to me, and I've been calling it epoxy resin, even though like they're both the same word, so it's redundant. No, it's not true. It's weird, but uh, <laughs> what's epoxy? Epoxy is just the resin. It's the same thing. So, oh, but it's not redundant because it's a type of uh, resin. maybe. 
I don't know. I see people use them interchangeably and also in combination with each other. So it's very confusing. No one, no one asks any questions. We just kind of just use the words. So you're making things out of resin and it's exciting for both of us because I had a resin special interest for about a year of watching videos and now you're doing it. And I just like, couldn't make an excuse as to why I needed to get it at the time. I think I'm more inclined to get the whip, the whipped Kate, like the rubber what? like that you put in a tube and you make whipped cases like phone cases and then you press things that you made out of resin into the whip as it's drying and then it's very soft the whipped part so it looks like whipped cream with little like rhinestones and um resin what? little i need to look that characters. up yeah <laughs> look up whip cases dude have you seen the resin cases that have like the baby oil and the little beads inside of them and you move them around and they have like little liquid in them i'm gonna blow your no. fucking mind wait what happens okay <laughs> so you take uh, a resin mold and you pour resin in it and it has a little indentation and then what you do is you take some sort of clear plastic like transparency paper and you and you resin and glue that over so that you have a little container inside, a little freeform area. And you put beads in there and little sprinkles and glitter. And then what you do is you drill a hole oh. on the side. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So like when you move it, there's like. Little stuff inside it, of it. Right. Like those cups with the glitter in it and stuff. I basically. think so. Yeah, probably. Um, like so. Just like any clear thing that has movable things inside of it yeah but the, the 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 pop factor is the baby oil because it's like oily like so the consistency is not like water you know oh and you can make different colored oil oh yeah i didn't even think about that so that is a new part of it that i'm like i need to chill though because that is like you need the heat gun and you need the drill and you need the transparency paper and you need the yeah, whatever see, this is the, the thing like when you get into something that's a craft and you're obsessively watching somebody make crafts for me the thing is is i'm looking at all these professionals and i'm like like miniatures everyone knows yeah. i'm obsessed with miniatures because <laughs> i have complete strangers sending me miniatures all the time on instagram and i'm like you guys love me i can tell that you really really love me because you're sending me a small chair <laughs> Yeah, and so like doll houses, like True. little houses and little miniatures, they just make me feel a certain kind of way and miniature furniture makes me feel like very satisfied. And so I have some miniature things that I would like to like make a scene, but I think, okay, well, if you're going to buy all the pieces of the miniature scene, then you just bought a bunch of pieces and then you're making a dollhouse with other people's stuff. I'm like, I want to make my own miniatures. I want to, you know it what I mean? It gets too I deep. Make yeah. whole house. Right. So I, so then I don't even start basically, you know, and that's not a good way of thinking, but it also just looks like a really big job. It is. I'm sure it is, uh, you know, and it, it's just, it's a constant battle trying to figure out, like, you need self-care fun time activities, but, like, yes. if, you're care if you're not careful, it's seven hours a day deep into it, you know, because you can't stop. Like, I, luckily, I only have, like, two or three molds that came in already, so I, like, can't, <laughs> I have to wait, like, I have to wait, like, three days for it to dry for these small items, so I'm, like, throttled you know i can't 
be crazy. But um, yeah, you should have seen my boyfriend when we were like, you know, I went down to set it up for the first time. And like the instructions are basically just like pour half and half and then you pour it in the mold. And like, that's kind of it. But it's still really dangerous. You have to have like a ventilated area and the mask and the gloves and this and that. So I I was like, should I let him participate in this? Because like, why not? I'm sure he wants to do something fun, you know? So I was like, do you want to mix it? And he's like, sure. And then he, you know, he mixes like three times the amount that he should have, you know? Always ruining things. Yeah, he was like, oh, I didn't realize that it was like half one thing and then half the other. So because of that, I, I estimated twice as much, you know? When he poured it in one cup, that was only 50% instead of – so he should have done half. It's a science experiment. Yeah. So then, you know, I started pouring it in and he was like, what are you doing? I'm just like throwing like random pigments into it and like splattering them. And he's like, I think you're supposed to mix the pigments. And I'm like, I know you're supposed to mix them, but I don't want to. I want them to be splattered. Like, hello, you don't understand my artistic vision, you know. And he was just like freaking out. He was – he like – and he spilled and it spilled and then it was all over the table and once it dries you know it's like on the table like you can't take it off i want to i've always wanted to make a table like with cool things underneath it so maybe i'll get some resin and like an old table i would like to maybe i'll start with large Mm. furniture how does my brain work like this i want to start with large furniture instead of miniature possible (laughs) thing a big miniature I think if you get a table and you just pour resin on it and, like, paint it on, uh, like, the top of a table, and you can make it, like, glittery. You know, you just pour, like, glitter into the I resin I want to put, like, a bunch of beautiful old tarot cards or, like, old postcards or something and then put um, resin over it. And then I guess I could just put glass over it, but it would be cooler to have a table that you made. with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I support that plan. Um, Science crafts. Yeah, what else have we're we We're basically been... just, like, homeschooling all the time ourselves. So. <laughs> yeah. But, so wait, we have a couple more things. Um, okay. Uh, dead things, catfish, pollination pharmacy. Catfish. <laughs> <laughs> pollination, what are you referring to? You're not allowed to talk about your tomatoes. Oh, my secret tomatoes. Um, My secret magical <laughs> tomatoes that I'm not allowed to talk about. Um... Yeah, that's t- I forced that special interest upon myself, knowing that it would be good because it's just like to to grow plants like hydroponically or in any way, you know, inside your house. It's not just like water it. There's all these steps, you know, and you have to like dote on it all the time and check on it. And you have to get a thermometer and a hydrometer and a pH thing and a freaking whatever. So I am growing tomatoes. and um that has been fun uh so that was the pollination one i guess yeah let's we have dead things catfish pharmacy left uh dead things yeah that's always just been one i guess um i was very surprised to see that amazon did not have any like dead insects to buy other than like ones you can eat (laughs) I was like, what the oh my fuck? God. You should see my search history, but Etsy has like hella beetles and stuff. Yes, um, I love I love metallic beetles. Because I have a bug special interest too. I love beetles and I love um, 
uh, stick bugs, and I love those one the plant ones, the ones that look like um, plants, and I love uh, praying mantis mantises, bugs, sorry. for sure, and praying mantis, yeah. Because we have a really cool bug museum in New Orleans, and they're all alive, and it's like really what? amazing, and like every That's single cool. one was just gorgeous. Like, and then they have a butterfly garden and stuff, which is cool. But like, I'm more interested in the the beetles and the praying mantis and stuff. It's my favorite place. And then they have a like a cafeteria, and you can eat bugs in it. Oh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. No, I know very specifically that I'm not. They're like Cajun seasoned mealworms, you know? Like, yeah, but I don't really want to eat a bug. Like, I don't kill any bug except for roaches, and that's very traumatizing for me even, so. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I like everything. I like everything. Like, I don't want to use poison because I worry about the spiders. Like, my friend was trying to spray poison in my house, and I'm like, is those going to kill spiders and lizards? He's like, no. I'm like, you're lying to me right now. <laughs> you know what, though? He may not be lying because I had an incident in Fort Lauderdale where I was living and I like saw like a daddy long legs and I was like, oh, I'm going to keep him there. So he eats my bugs. And I was like, so like enamored with myself for my decision, you know, and then I opened the cabinet and I looked under the dresser where he was before. Like I just opened the drawer for something and there were like at least 15 spiders of different sizes um, all just hanging out moving around and oh i was god. like oh my god so i had to call an exterminator and i'm like i'm so sorry like they're all over my work clothes you know like i can't i can't no, do that's that. scary that's a florida problem for sure yeah so then i called him over and he was like listen you're not gonna like what i have to say and he was like you basically like can't kill spiders unless you spray them directly because it's not like ants oh. where like you can yeah they're so they're like i don't know if it's because they're smarter or something but ants like they walk over something that had poison previously and then they die. Spiders, he was like, you literally just have to. Mm-hmm. So he was like, you just have to get like Febreze or Lysol and you have to spray them individually. No, I would smash them individually because I would rather them die quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So just know, know that you can't exterminate them at least, which is good and bad. That's good to know. And the lizards yeah. maybe too. But I, oh, I don't even want to think about this right now about I'm so glad I'm moving because Okay, next. Next. Yeah. This yeah. Class is old. Next stop. I I am sleeping with a bug screen. I have a giant canopy. It was $30. It attaches to the bottom of your mattress and zips up over your bed like a tent. It's worth and it. And I zip myself in because I've been here since October. I saw no bug in my house from October to uh March and then in like one week I had like five palmetto bugs in my house. And I was in in my fucking room. I was like, no, I don't, because I've lived in other houses in New Orleans where during the summer where I didn't see one in my house. So oh. it just really depends. Yeah, it's because I have these big ass fucking trees out here. Anyway, so I'm not playing. My animals are confused. I saw my dog looking at my bug <laughs> screen like, what the fuck is this? And then my pig tried to jump on my bed and like jumps onto the screen. Oh. And I'm just like, Whoa. It's a lot. And then if any guy ever wants to sleep over, I'm going to be like, here, come get in this zip up tent with me. Like, it's so... <laughs> Ugh, I'm fucking crazy looking. I mean, whatever. I would do it too. Like I, I, I don't judge you for that. The peace of mind, like that nothing's gonna crawl on me. Cool, I can sleep. Like that's yeah, no, that's worth it. But yeah, so we have um left. We have catfish pharmacy. Um, catfish, yeah, just like a general, like a ripoff type of situation. Uh, this I'm is really a fin interested. Dom. 
a financial domination subject, which you don't yes. have to give away your secrets, but you can still talk about it as a something that's interesting for people to hear because I know that it is. <laughs> I mean, I think that like anyone can do it. You just have to be like crazy enough to sit there and make an entire website with fake girls on it. But I am a little worried about the ethicality. Why did it happen? Um, I just have had with my uh, Findom Rehab account that I rehabilitate uh, men who are addicted to financial domination. Um, Which is a joke because they're paying. For a fee. I could help them. Like, I'm helping one right now. I feel really bad because, like, I think he doesn't realize that it's, like, fake. Like, it's silly. <laughs> and he doesn't get it. And there's, like, a bunch of stock images. And I'm like, quit being an addicted loser today, you know? <laughs> I'm helping him. I do whatever they whatever they want me to do, I'll do. So if they want me to like be comically like bad about it, then I will, but if, you know, I'm kind of like actually helping him. So I'm it's, it's it's I didn't expect anyone to fall for it when I made it. And lo and behold, I have all these people like retweeting it being like, look at this account. Like, oh my God, why would you pay someone to like learn how to quit paying people? And then they like share my post and I and get like, hits. Well, obviously why, if you're having to ask a question like that, could you possibly consider that it may be a joke? Like if you have, if you have to ask, you'll never know people. And, and I just, I don't know. I, I don't know if like, I want to call them stupid, but like, I don't know a nicer way of being like, this is very clearly like, not like and i'm only following myself like bijou so if you go see that you know you can see that it's me it's like so it's an extension of a financial dominatrix basically like it reminds me of this thing with like elvis presley where like he sells elvis presley merchandise right but he also sells like buttons that say like i hate elvis and then he'll sell them for like 5.99 so he hits all angles of his like client base that is so smart Mm -hmm. so that's what i'm doing it's like okay you want to pay me you can pay me you want to quit paying me okay here's the fee for that bitch so they the point of that is that they want a lot of these clients have overlap with like this new trending category of like catfish doms and you can search hashtag catfish dom on twitter and instagram now i think too so um it's unethical because I'm stealing photos from someone else. I try not to steal from, like, small businesses and stuff. You know, it's just, like, really rich Hungarian porn stars is what it is so far. And um, my plan is to make, uh, if my processor will approve it, a membership site. Uh, it will be catfishripoffclub.com. It's I'm in the middle of, like, setting up the hosting and the the coding for it and all this stuff um and i'm spending a lot of time on this interest but i it's just like i make things that are my special interests into money making activities so yeah. i already made my goal today for example i made the money that i have to make today to be like a responsible adult and then now i can do this like stupid weird activity and it's my i was trying to explain to my boyfriend like yeah, they know it's fake, but they still want to pay it. And he's like, I don't understand, like, you know, and I'm like, look at this photo. Look how bad I edited it, you know? And he's like, I usually wouldn't want to talk to someone who, like, would look like that. And I'm like, you sweet angel. Like, 
It's above you. He is a sweet angel. It's actually so sad. My mom messaged me a picture of this really, really handsome 50 something year old guy. And she's like, this guy kept trying to chat me up. And I told him to leave me alone because I'm married. She said, how do you know if somebody's a catfish or not? Or she, she didn't say catfish. She said, how do you know if this uh, is the real profile or not? And she sent it to me and I looked through and it was like 40 pictures of the same, like really handsome graying silver fox guy. There were like, he didn't have any captions. Like it yeah, was, it was all posted <laughs> in the, around the same time. And yeah. there was a few middle-aged women who were commenting on it being like, so handsome. And I was like, mommy, you're so smart. And I was like, set, funny for him, like, you know, too bad for them. You already have a really handsome husband. And she's like, yeah, ha, 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 because my dad's like really into working out and like looks pretty young. So, and people always think my dad is my boyfriend when I go places. It's really fucking gross. So, um, yeah. So I was like, you win. Yeah. I'm like, you win mommy. She's like, yeah. But I thought it was really pure that she sent it to me being like, Aww. I think this is a fake account. Cause instead of be like, cause I didn't want her to feel bad. Cause at first she was probably like, Oh, this handsome guy is hitting on me. And then she realized it was stupid. And that's why I was like, well, your husband's already handsome mom. Like, yeah, that was good. Good. Uh, turnaround. Yeah. But just, it's so sad that that happens. And I've watched a lot of those, um, videos on people yeah, who are catfish and stuff and um I think it's just it just become like some weird taboo kink because it's so in the forefront of our media so that's the only way that I can yeah. think as to why a guy is like oh I'm being catfished it is a Vindom thing it makes perfect sense like oh I'm being blackmailed oh I'm being catfished oh like you know like that's the whole the whole thing that you know and I think it also is the concept that them to feel unsafe when they are the people who are the most privileged in our society are those are men so if they need to feel unsafe at the hands of something for once that's yeah that's very kinky and that's maybe why because i'm trying to figure out as i'm trying to learn like vindom and stuff from you like i'm trying to really understand the concepts because it's hard for me to like really keep I mean, I see the videos that they're buying from me so far, but it. I think once I really get it, like what my angle is, I'm going to be more into it. And also I've been really stressed out or whatever. So, yeah, but I'm trying, but it's, it, that's how I understand it. Cause I think about it a lot. <laughs> so I understand your boyfriend not understanding. I wonder like, yeah, do you have any questions about, I mean, now we're digressing, but like Findom is definitely like a special interest now and like especially the scamming portion of it, you know, but if you had questions, I don't mind answering them or trying to. Yeah, I, um, let's see. I think it's like, I think my biggest weird misunderstanding is like, why, I get, why? <laughs> it, it's, right, why? So they're just like, because I have guys that message me and they're like, hey, Recently, I've gotten messages from guys saying they want to pay me in order to send me photos of them themselves. Interesting. And I'm like, and not just their dicks, you know, they're like, I want to send you photos of my body. And I'm just like, okay, that's cool. Sounds good. And like, it's not even on my, any kind of sex worker account. It's on my like regular ones. And so I think that that's interesting. And so I've told them, you know, you need to talk to me on WhatsApp and things like that. I don't want to be running any kind of business off yeah. of my whole problems Instagram because it's just not like 
safe i don't think because i don't want to get in trouble get banned and stuff yeah yeah just and i'm like they're watching like they're 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 watching they're always watching yeah so you know but so i get it that they're like they want to pay me to look at them kind of cool yes and they're attractive guys and i think that men are just kind of falling into a healthier place where they realize that and women are realizing even when girls who aren't sex workers like oh i I can sell these photos of myself and guys realizing that they need to be paying for things. I see a shift in our society and it's really nice because before it was like, Oh my God, why would you pay for porn? And now people are being more comfortable with that. So I think that's great. But I just, I just don't really get like what it is that they're getting. Like if, if they're not getting naked pictures of me or talking to me about (laughs) sex, it's hard for me to understand what exactly it even is that we're going to talk about. So like, if you get onto us, you're having a Skype session with a guy, you know, like, what are you supposed to fucking talk about the whole time? If you're not supposed to show them your tits, you know, <laughs> like it's confusing for me. Yeah. I mean, so the product that is being transferred in like a financial domination transaction or whatever is specifically nothing. So they want, you know, from, from there you can kind of emphasize like, you're going to send money and I'm not going to give you a thing. You don't even get to see my boobies. You don't even get to see my butthole. You don't get to see whatever. And then you have to kind of like go off of that. But each, you know, it's, it's also one of those things that it's each their own. Um, I personally feel like I instinctively understand it maybe in part because I feel kind of like a fin sub to women. Like I have some girls that when they go on cam, I like to go in and then they'll be like, oh, hi, mistress. And I'm like, hi, how are you doing? And then like, I'll send them like a couple tokens and then I'll just like go. And I don't expect anything back from them. I just know how good it feels to receive like 10 bucks for nothing, you know, or whatever. Yeah, quote, nothing. So I get it as a form of like gift giving, you know, uh, but it's really interesting. Um, I don't think this was a thing until recently because like i don't know like culturally or sociologically there's a book called the end of men which is like the best title um and it talks about how uh it's kind of it's not related to findom or anything but it talks about how the our society has changed because women were financially dependent on men for a long time and once like world war ii hit and then they had to start getting jobs women didn't need men as much. So there were higher divorce rates, higher rates of women in management positions, et cetera, et cetera. And men started to feel like literally useless because, you know, for the first time ever in like America, at least women can be making twice as much money as them. And they're the breadwinners of the household. And like, there could be stay at home dads now and stuff like that. And it it creates like a, an uncomfortable position for men, uh, not just because they're being assholes and they want to make more money, but like because they don't know how to handle that mentally, you know, and it's been kind of embedded in our culture that we, uh, you know, that they're, they're gender roles and stuff like that. So I think that because now uh, also with like capitalism or whatever, like there's paywalls behind everything. So women are realizing like, hey, it's really easy to start your own business. It's really easy to start capitalizing off your sexuality. And then, I mean, it's like the end of a of oppression of women. Yeah, yeah, it's literally, and it's becoming like a complementary opposite version of that, where it's like, you know what? Now you're not getting 
pussy pictures for free, you're not getting any pussy pictures. You can send me $500 and I'm not going to let you see my tits, you know? And I think that it's a form of retribution in a certain way. I, I don't know if all men realize that, uh, you know, there's like reparations <laughs> that are owed to women like that. Right. They're just kind of operating subconsciously. They're not smart enough to understand it. Yeah. And there's different things too. There's also like the second that you associate a sexual trigger with this other random thing, anything, those things are like inextricably linked, you know? Um, so if you got blackmailed by like a random girl on the internet on AIM in 2002, you may have like a forever blackmail fetish. And if you like found FinDom online and you just happen to get hard, like sometimes it's like just out of your control. Like you start to associate these things together. So some of it is just like that where it's like kind of like behavioral and biological almost. Um, but I think that, uh, there's definitely like a ripoff aspect to stuff like that. Um, what's interesting is when I opened Pantheon pay, um, which is like the payment platform that I tried to have for FinDom, uh, I had to define that transaction for them because no one else could do it. And that's why there's no FinDom transaction websites, you know? But now there is, and it's, you're... Yours is the only one? Um, I'm not allowed to say FinDom still because I think we've discussed this on the podcast before. Visa d- will not accept FinDom under any circumstance, under any fee, even if you charge me a 50% cut, they will not allow it. And th- the reason is because of the potentiality of chargeback rates because a guy can be like, uh, I didn't get my nothing from her, so I want my money back. You know, like there's no, <laughs> there's no digital product, there's no physical product. But I realized the one thing that these guys are still getting is they're getting communication from a girl. You know, are you talking about like random things too, or like just chatting? You're talking to someone all day. What do you, you know? All these details are really lost on me. I think. <laughs> I mean, it really depends on the client. Um, most of the time, I'm just like the generalist the most general version of it is just like i'm a cute bratty girl i want to get money for just kind of being there but you've created an entire persona is the point and they're falling in love with that yeah that part of you and then that's why they're wanting they're focusing on you because they are falling in love with you yeah there's like a love addiction f- factor and then what happens too is like the big thing with findom is what makes or break like success and not is you can't ask for money for the most part. You have to just position yourself in a way that makes it look like someone wants to pay you and then you allowed them. And it's very Zen. It's very Zen. Like, and I say that like in relation to like Zen Buddhism and stuff, you can't will it like forcefully because then your entire Twitter account will look like, send me money, send me money, send me money. That doesn't look like a fin dump. What looks like a FinDom's account is, oh, look, I just received money. Oh, ha ha, tee hee hee. Oh, I'll probably get more later. You know what I mean? And what you're doing is you're putting yourself in a position where men want to come to you and ask you to pay them. So it's very difficult. And that's why, like, the only plus is that there are a lot of men that, like you were saying earlier, specifically like to pay women that aren't professionals. So they want to find these like random girls and just send them money. But I've had guys tell me they've tried to do that. And girls are like, I'm calling the police. Like, I don't understand what you're doing. 
I'm calling the police. Why are you trying to give me like those pictures that go viral where some guys like I'll pay $500 for feet and some girls like, ew. And you're just like, hey, dumb bitch. Like what the fuck? Yeah. But of course they're just ignorant and they don't get it and they can get $500 from their parents probably, which so could I, but I would rather not ask. <laughs> so it's, it's super interesting, but uh, it's really just, I feel like what you have to start doing it and interacting and having sessions with people and then you kind of like get it. Um, I can also like recommend certain people that you can follow or you just like, no, I just want to follow you. Yeah. I want to follow them. I, yeah. yeah. I just want to follow Mistress Bijou and then I'm Miss Kansas pet and then I can be your pet. And then I'm just a pet, a pet, a pet to Dom's because I feel like that's a Dom in training, but I've been like a pet for a long time. So I, that's cute though. I'm, I dig she it. She dotes on me so much. So like, it's sweet, you know, but also she's just like, I have like, I always call her my dominatrix mother, you know, but she is like a mom figure to me. And like, I called her on mother's day. She's like, you're the only one of my kids that <gasps> called me. I'm like, your other kid that you have at home is fucking 12. So you can't get mad at her. Like, she's just like playing animal crossing. Like, Oh wait, it's mother's day, you know, but it's still hurtful when you're a mom. Right. But imagine being 12 and forgetting it's mother's day because nobody told you. Told like, you yeah. Your mom didn't tell right. you. It's, yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, it's been, it's become very interesting. And also I think I have this thing in my head where no matter, like I've talked about this before with dancing, like no matter, I do the same routine for people, unless we're like talking and really vibing, I do the same lap dance routine for everybody. And I have very specific moves. And some guys are like, oh my God, that was so amazing. They'll tip me like $200. Like you're so amazing. That was awesome. Thank you so much. And then I do the exact same thing for someone else. And they're like, like okay, fuck? basically I just got ripped off for 40 bucks. Like you didn't even do anything, you know? And I've had so many times where I just look like immaculate and I'm on my game, you know, and like I'm talking and so fun and like entertaining and um, engaging. And then they're still just like, I didn't get anything when I could literally do nothing another time and a guy is like, I'm in love with you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's why I think I'm always like, Oh, but I, so I can actually get money for doing nothing. And that's the point, but I didn't, of course there's not doing nothing. And that's why yeah. I kind of wanted you to talk about this because people are like, Oh, financial domination. Like, so basically you get money for nothing. Like there's so much that you've built up around this. And like, it's hard for me as a very intelligent person to grasp it <laughs> because of where I'm coming from. And even it's though I talk meta. to you all the time, yeah, it's very complex. And so that's why I think it's safe for you to talk about it a little bit, because like, even if you t explain to somebody everything, can't it, fucking do it. They, they cannot do it. You're like a computer person. And like, I don't know, you just have the perfect mind where I think, I think that you're the best financial dominatrix on the internet. I would feel Aww. safe saying that. I really think so. Like the top one, like I haven't seen anybody else that's anything like that, you know, other than maybe that one girl who's the Bardo Smith or whatever. That's the only other one that I think is seems good, but I've only ever seen her Twitter. Yeah, and she – oh, okay. So, like, Bardo is, like, cool, and, like, she's legendary in a lot of ways and did a lot of great things, but she's also, like, kind of anti-women sometimes, and she, like, talks shit about certain women, and, like, I think she docks someone before. So I'm like, okay, you're not all that. But what's interesting is, like, some girls – the reason that she's successful is because she looks like rich and she looks like she doesn't care. She's very casual about it. But the other thing that's interesting about that is for a long time, she didn't produce any content. And it was just some Twitter talking. 
Yeah, and sometimes you don't want to do that because you're scared of being vulnerable. And you don't, you know, it's hard to, to make videos when you when you said that you're the shit for 10 years, you know, and then you want to start making a video because you need more money or something. So you so think just, she was an in-person, like, dom or, like, a uh, full service or something like no, that at first? No, she, or, no. I think she was doing other work um, and she was just making money off of Twitter. I don't, I don't doubt that she was making good money off of Twitter. Um, I don't know if it was enough to sustain herself, but I know that uh, – you can kind of gauge how much people make still sometimes because you can see her where she is on like, I want clips and stuff like that. You know, you can see her place. The website. Yeah. I want clips.com and stuff like that. Other sites that she's on. I think she's on avnstars.com now and stuff, but it's really interesting. Like there are a lot of doms that want to give the impression of exclusivity. And sometimes it's just because they feel insecure about making content. Like there's one account that I will not name, but, uh, they have this kind of like air of like hoity-toity like I'm a rich girl like I uh, you know I'm not gonna talk to anyone for free this and that and they post a bunch of like weird kind of tumblery Victorian era pictures of like roses and you know castles or something and there's like a, a vibe but then I realized like bitch let me see how to try to pay you and like I couldn't find is that that like hoped something it was like hope uh, violence or something. No, but yeah, that is uh, similar. Um, I really liked that account. Like I was just, I think that's how I found you was through accounts like that, that were just posting things that were very smart statements. Yeah, very start, smart statements about women and the state of society. And that's how I got into looking into FinDOM. And that's how I found you. But you were actually doing it. I didn't see any content from other people. And so... So interesting. So the girl that I was thinking of is not that girl. Um, I don't think she really does it full time. She barely had like a phone lineup. She didn't have this and that. So there was no way. It wasn't really great branding because I couldn't figure out how to like interact with her, you know? Other than like a DM and being like, hey, I want to send you money. And that's exhausting if you don't have like a platform. So that's not even like last lasting. <laughs> The only reason I would like kind of bring up someone's branding in a negative way is because she, what she would do is she would quote tweet me often, like regular, like, like more than once and say like kind of like a juxtaposition to whatever I did. So like, I'll be like, oh, I just got some shiny new Dom clothing. And she'll be like, well, I don't, you know, men basically like the short version was I don't have to wear shiny shit for men to pay me. And I was like, well, I didn't say it, but I was like, I would like an extra $2,000 a month dressing up like a stupid fucking shiny person because men like shiny things. I'm sorry, but she was just jealous. Like she was people who do that kind of stuff in any capacity are very strange to me. And it's just very childish. And I'm like, she had no brand. Her brand was quote tweeting other women and saying how she did things differently. But it's like, you don't even have like, so it's, it's really like, there's a lot of those. And there is a difference between like stuff like that, that give the air of exclusivity, but don't really have kind of like a real foundational brand. Like when you see Bardot, you know, you know, Bardot, you know? So I, I have to give her like respects in that aspect, but what, what they're doing is they're, I think with Findom is like, you're creating a brand constantly and you're maintaining that brand. And what you're doing is just putting yourself in a position where you look like 
damn, I want to pay this girl. And what's so funny about Findom that another thing I can talk about for briefly after that is like, they only want to pay rich girls. They don't want to pay you if you're struggling and need money. That's like integral to the whole thing. So for a while, there were a lot of girls that were like, listen, like, let's start actually having men pay like struggling mothers, like women who like lost their jobs. And I'm like, no, that's not Findom. Findom is you wear shiny jewelry and you wear gold shit and you wear sequins. It's fantasy. And they don't want to know that you're a fucking struggling mother. You can, And here's the thing. I'm not saying – The same as dancing. You're not supposed to sit there and talk about that shit. You're supposed to look like – you know, I it's, it's, it's strong feeling to be able to be like a guy starts to piss me off and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Never mind, you know, and walk away. And then maybe he'll literally follow me around the rest of the night or come back and be like, I'm really sorry. Can we try again? Like, you know – that kind of thing. But sometimes you, you're just, you want to, you know, the whole thing where you're like, how annoying shit, how much annoying shit am I willing to put up with in order for $200 right now? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just kind of deciding that. And, and so you look like you're never trying to make that decision as a FinDom person. Yeah. And that's the problem is like women can still utilize that women who are struggling mothers, etc. women in poverty, you just have to lie. You just have to go, you know what, go into coach store and take a selfie in the fucking mirror and be like, I'm at the coach store. You didn't say you bought anything. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. Like go stand in front of someone else's car and take a photo. Like you can figure it out. And it's just, it's, it's kind of scamming, you know, but it's, it's all about like how it well, looks. Well, so is stripping. Like you, they want to imagine that you are totally into them. You don't have a girlfriend. Like you're there because you want them to save you, you know, not yeah. like, it's not like, like they're like, oh, uh, what would you, I mean, what do you really want to do? And I'm like, uh, I make six figures. Like that, <laughs> that was my answer. You know what I mean? And like some years I do not, or like, I don't even know exactly how much I make some, it doesn't matter. Like, it's the point. Like, what do you mean? Like having that attitude is just a very safe way to go about interacting with men at the strip club too, is like, anytime they try to put you down, I'm like, I have two houses, like, you know, or they're like, I've had guys come up to me and be like, are you okay? Like, I just, I'm just trying to check and make sure like, are you fine? And, I, and I've literally been like, I've looked myself up and down and gone, do I look fine? <laughs> like yeah. and I look like amazing you know what I mean like that great. kind of stupid shit yeah like clearly I'm doing fine you know or if they piss me off I'd be like um I make money doing nothing you know of course that's not true but just saying that kind of thing because they're annoying me like yeah especially if they're already annoying you it's like a good time I love doing that with like clients that are already like on my bad side I just experiment with them and do whatever I want you know and I'll be like I'll be mean to you I'll raise the rate whatever you know, so you're not mean to everybody who you're doing FinDom with. It's just more straightforward. You're not like trying to hurt their feelings. You're supposed to be a little bratty though, right? Yeah, I don't really have too much like deep humiliation with it. Usually it's just going off of what they say. So, you know, they'll be like, thank you, goddess. And I'll be like, you're welcome. Like, I'm so nice. Like, I let you pay me. I let you buy me this thing, you know. And, like, sometimes there'll be a little bit of, like, you can't fuck me, but at least you can buy me stuff. Like, that's pretty close, right? And, like, get, there's like it's kind of just goddess worship, you know? So you have to make I like, like that more than, like, having to dirty talk with strangers on the internet because they are giving me money and, like, I have to be like, oh, you know, like, I don't really – yeah, like, I mean, I actually am – 
a pretty aggressive person. So I'm always like, if I get a nice picture of a dick, I'm just like, wow, big penis with like a million exclamation points. Like I'm still just silly with people and like they expect that. So that's been working well for me to like know it's part that of your brand now. Who, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like being funny and I'll, I'll be like on OnlyFans, I'll send something to somebody and be like special delivery and I'll put like ha 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 like a million and a million exclamation points. And they're like, ha 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 ha, you're so funny and hot, you know? And like, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, and I really do like, now that I haven't had to go to the club, I pretty much don't want to go back um, <laughs> unless I maybe a couple times a month, maybe, or out of town or something. Like, I'm just tired of seeing people I know, like getting triggered about random shit because of people that I know, like I've been here too long. Like, and so I'd like to just go back sometimes. And then when you're having fun and you miss the club, you make way more money anyway. It's True. those nights where you don't feel well that are really difficult. And then the next night is difficult because the night four was difficult. But if you really feel like going, you're going to make 1500 bucks. You know what I mean? Because you were just like, oh, I miss this place so bad. You know, yeah, you appreciate then, it in a different way. Yeah. And so I really do want to do FinDom. I know that it's like a journey and like you've been coaching me through all the like <laughs> figuring out different clips and stuff and like, it's just a very pet of, of Dom's thing to do. Like, I feel like this is normal for me. Like, of course, I would have a dominatrix hardcore training me in things because I've been a good little dominatrix pet for the past, like, seven years. Like, for my other, like, Dom queen lady. I'm so weird. Like, I worship women, I like it. But, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, like, totally into doing this. It's just I know it's a long journey. And I think I do want, like, my branding to be kind of funny no matter what you know like and I think that's and doable. I have yeah and I have like a consistent brand that I made for myself as a dancer that no one tells you how to do that or tells you that you should do that but I like was trained in marketing in Japan like unofficially with uh, music labels and stuff like that so I understand the concepts and so I already have this persona anyway so it's pretty easy for me to switch over into that I just have so many I don't want to sound like I'm making terrible excuses but I have like so (laughs) many projects that I've been putting on hold because I was dancing for so long and it took so much of my energy so now I'm just like I gotta get all of this shit done like I had this music Instagram idea like five months ago you know, and, and I think that's the main thing. It's, it's not that I don't like dancing. It's that it takes up so much of my energy that I don't always feel like myself. So, you know, it's not, and like I said, like, I don't want to worry about being bitten anymore. Like, you know, and I would, I would like, I would love to have a serious relationship and be able to be like, well, all my shit's online. So, you know, you don't have an excuse as to why you're doing this or that. You know what I mean? Cause guys like always will get insecure. And if I would get jealous about some girl, they'll be like, Oh, well you're doing all this at the club. Like I only did that because I wanted her to do this. And I'm just like, that's not the same. So I would like there just to be no argument ever and be like, Cause who's to say like Nathan's amazing, like your boyfriend, but who's to say that if you were not grinding on, if you were grinding on cocks every night, like, yeah. would he feel more, he, would he feel as comfortable in your relationship? You know what I mean? Like maybe he would, maybe he would, but you know, it's hard to say. And it does cause some trouble. I would love to be able to be like, I'm a sex worker. You're dating a sex worker. Like there's certain things that are going to be happening here, but it would be a lot better for me to not have to lie about anything because I've told yeah. boyfriends before, I've been like, well, yeah, sometimes guys come their pants and sometimes like 
I tried to make them because I liked them and I thought it was funny and I'm using my fucking yeah. butt cheekbone. Like, who the fuck cares? Like, I don't care. And and then be like, babe, don't tell me that stuff. Yeah, it's not a good relationship then if, if you can't, you know, you shouldn't have to hide too much like that. I try not to tell my boyfriend t- everything because I'm like, this guy just ate his cum, you know, and I'm like, you know, I have to deal with that, but he doesn't necessarily have to hear it all the time. That's just kind of gross. That's true. It's just gross, this factor. But when it comes down to like, yeah, the mechanics of your job, you know, you pretty much and I want like people to hear this, especially like if you try to get into sex work or you're in sex work, like if you get the vibe that your partner is not like handling it well, you know, immediately when you feel that in the back of your head. And you need to be upfront with them and be like, if this is an issue, you need to not be with me. And I was yeah, like, it's, so true. it's just, and I've had, I've, I don't think I ever had a guy that was like totally for sure on board until now. And I was, I'm kind of like, are you sure? You know? And I, he's just like, congrats. Good job. You know? And it's this like, perfect. sorry, you, I'm excited. That's why I'm interested. <laughs> keep going. But then I definitely have something to say after this. No, tell me. Back. Yeah. I'm excited. Go. You, your turn. No. Okay. So this is actually the the thing that I wrote at the top of the list of what I wanted to talk about was things that I've learned from couples in strip clubs. So I have learned so much about relationships working long term without yeah. jealousy or with just healthy jealousy from couples who go to strip clubs together, who go to swingers clubs, who are poly, who have specific rules. I think the idea, first of all, polyamorous just in general, to me, just sounds like people who don't shave their armpits. Like, I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, I'm, a, it's like a thing. It's a trope now. It, yeah, it is. And it's, and I just, that's the people I've kn- that I've known. Like, I, I read the ethical slut and everything, but because of my experiences <laughs> in the strip club and I love working with couples and a lot of girls can't because for a lot of different reasons first of all you have to be actually genuine with the woman she also has to be extremely comfortable with the situation or like bye and the men are who are the best happiest husbands are like sitting there watching their wife flirt with me at the table you know getting super turned on and literally saying whatever makes her happy and they are so happy because they get to watch their wife being slutty with some hot like young girl and they you know that's exciting for them and then the wife sometimes will be like oh yeah I want to watch you dance for him like and then they're just so in love and staring at each other's eyes they're like we've been together for 20 years or 30 years we've been going to strip clubs with each other for this and it's just like the sweetest I'm like getting beautiful yeah it is it inspired me so much and it is so beautiful. And like, really it's about like communicating and it mostly comes down to men letting women do whatever they want, as long as they're both there, you know, and the guy's like, Oh my God, I'm so lucky, you know? And I know that it's possible to have, you know, like I personally would be like, if I was with somebody who, you know, traveled a lot or something, I could be like, Hey, if you, if I really trusted them, if you would like to have sex with a girl, you know, that you meet randomly at a club, at a party, whatever, if you don't get her information, like, yeah, or like an escort, maybe, right, even or an escort, you want to pay somebody cool, even if you don't tell her up front that you have a girlfriend, and then after just like block her number, and be like, or just straight up be like, sorry, I actually have a girlfriend, I'm allowed to like have one night stands, you know what I mean? As long as you don't talk to her again, why the fuck would that affect me? You know, like that kind of stuff, like I have weird boundaries myself. And like, I don't think 
I think if you're a couple that you want to stay together, you should play together is my point. You should have a threesome if you are comfortable with each other. But if you haven't had a threesome yet, maybe fucking hire somebody. Hire a professional. Like really like really like the professional. So you can experience the threesome thing without it being like, oh, now you're going to have to see your best friend with your boyfriend hanging out as friends when you saw them one time. Like, you know there's very specific boundaries that each person should think about and make for themselves. And I'm just like really interested in having a relationship like that one day where I can be like, Oh, one of my friends wants to fuck me. Do you want to come? You know, like, do you want to watch like fun things like that without like, cause you don't have to cheat on people. You legitimately do not. You can find somebody who you can have unique experiences with and like meet in the middle and, and have all sorts of, things happen that would never have happened if you were single you know yeah and I think that people just being like so weird like I don't want my boyfriend to go to strip clubs and all that stuff is just so toxic I am like trying so hard to like go to the strip club more with my boyfriend because he's the kind of guy that's like no I like the one like he likes the Claremont lounge in Atlanta which is very like old strippers that are like you know, people will call them, like, ugly and they're, like, smoking and they're, like, I need to pay for my kids' shit. You know, like, you need to give me money because I have a mortgage. And they're, like, like very, like, obtuse about stuff. And they'll just kind of ramble on and talk about their lives and their kids and this and that. Like, they have no mystique, air, or brand. <laughs> I just want to go to a strip club with you and get mad and be, like, she has no branding. Yeah. they. The, I think the motto is, like, where strippers go to die is, <laughs> like, what it says because right, they're, like, really right. old. So he likes that because he feels like they're genuine and like he he feels more like, oh, I can I know that like my like they appreciate my money and well, stuff. Can't you appreciate the service provided of the fanta- fan- fantasy woman who is a good actress? And yeah, you, yeah, that kind of stuff. I like that. And it's fun. And it's a great, strip clubs are a great role play experience for you get to pretend you're going with your boyfriend to go it's pick magical. up chicks. You can, you can watch him pick up a chick. You know she's not into him, but maybe she's yeah. a little, which is fun, you know? Yeah, like, that's yeah. That's a fun game. Like, can't we just fucking play that game? <laughs> yeah, and I feel like he, his thing is he feels like he's unwanted or not likable uh, because he doesn't feel as appreciated or something in those rich clubs. But I also think maybe he hasn't had like the perfect experience because I'm like, first yeah. of all, I want you to know if you're coming in there and you're respectful and you have a little bit of money and you're spending it, they're going to love you. They're not yeah, going to think they don't fucking care. We're not sitting there thinking like, fuck this guy. We're like, haha, this guy said some funny stuff. He's not trying to grab me. Oh, he wants to dance. Cool. You genuinely enjoy the experience. Like I've said before, I fucking love my customers. Like they're, I meet great people, you know, and I've met great people on OnlyFans and stuff too. Like I have real conversations with these guys. Like I talk about my problems. They talk about their problems. We encourage each other. Like we're talking about dirty shit. Like I can just say whatever, like I'm making friends and I always am like this anyway yeah men need to hear this too because i was thinking like two things one the same thing goes for men like if you're dating a sex worker and you're unsure about it you need to communicate that first of all you know like don't try to hide it so you can also get what you need out of a relationship but also like understand that like yeah like just because a relationship has a transactional nature with money involved doesn't mean that we don't enjoy it like i enjoy like talking to my clients i love it I don't feel the same sexual energy that I feel towards my personal boyfriend. Because you fucking love him. And that's a difference. And, you know, there's a huge difference. 
yeah, but I can still have fun, you know, and I can be like, hey, you know, look at your dick or whatever. And like, I'm not like lying about enjoying myself if I say that I am most of the time. So there's a there's a line of like, you know, I'm doing my job, but I like it. I've always got demeaning when guys are like, oh, well, you don't really like this. I always get pissed off. I switch real fast. And I'm like, oh, so yeah, I was like, I'll just say things like, well, you're making this awkward now, you know, like, or I'll be like, well, I know you don't understand the concept, obviously, of enjoying your job, do you? I'm like, I'm pretty lucky. I had a, we had a, the last thing I'll say, I guess, before we like wrap up soon is like, I had a a friend of mine that I lived with and we lived with her boyfriend. So the three of us were in a house and he didn't consider our jobs like doing this online stuff as real work. And I, and I obviously had to sit there and like dissect that. Why? What is the, the reason that you think that? And basically like he came up with basically like, I guess it's because I feel like you don't hate it. (laughs) And I was like, that is so fucking depressing that you feel like any job that's legitimate, you have to dislike. Right. A lot of these beliefs, mm -hmm, it's just like deeply ingrained in people from our culture. And also the sex is shameful thing. Like I'll even say to guys like, oh, well, your puritanical values are really (laughs) popping out here. Like I thought you played in a band. I thought you were cool. Like, you know, and, and that's where most of it comes from. So a lot of times when you break things down to them in a nice way too, depending on the person, like if someone just says something and I can tell they don't mean anything by it, I would explain it to them and they would be like, oh, and then I always end it with the joke. I'm the philosophy stripper. And they're always <laughs> like, ha, 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 ha. And then I'm like, okay, let's go do a dance. Like you, you learn how here's to my argue boobies. with people. Yeah, you learn how to argue with people and debate people and then turn it back around into something that was fun and like, okay, now still give me money. Because you were having fun to begin with. So you just kind of like got in your head for a moment or something, you know? So now I'm like a psycho um, conversation controller. And I think that that's weird. Um, I can like turn any conversation with a guy wherever you want or whatever. Right. And so that's why when conversations actually like I just like met a guy recently right and our conversation just like flowed for like two hours or three hours or something and I had I had not didn't have to stop one time to think about anything we were just like talking so well Vibing. that I was just like what the fuck like this is I haven't done this in forever like it was so weird like it happens sometimes at the club but only like to a certain extent so then I don't even know what to think of that and that kind of stuff makes me more nervous like if I can't stop and like think, okay, where am I going to turn this conversation now in order to like get something out of it? Then I, it's almost like, I don't even know how to be a normal person anymore. Like it's, it's kind of fucked up in a way, but obviously with my friends I've had forever, it's not a problem, but yeah, that's an important trait in like online sex work too, is like, you know, I've logged into like guys' computers when they ask me to, and I look at conversations that other like sex workers have had with them and they start kind of digressing and you can tell they're just talking about whatever they want. Like, oh, I have to go pick up my dog from the vet, this and that. And I'm like, you're supposed to be like a femdom or whatever, you know, whatever they were advertising as. Yeah. You're supposed to have a, a pointed, pointed conversation. Wait, do you know anybody else who does the computer hacking thing in Fendom? I mean, not personally. There's definitely people that do that, though. There's, like, one girl called uh, Jamie T, hack me, JT, hashtag. Oh, okay. She's really good. She's, like, a computer programmer, so she does, like, all this weird back-end stuff. Basically, most of the stuff that you do, I feel like, has a lot to do – not most of it. A lot – half of your job is, like, fucking coding (laughs) and, like, doing all this – 
freaky computer stuff that I don't understand. And that's why when people are like, oh, FinDom seems easy. I'm like, my friend is a computer hacker. And that's, and she, she does FinDom. Like, this is a job for engineers. Like, <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, and it's really funny. I want to, like, also just add in that, like, I just have, like, one template for, like, websites. And then I just copy and paste all the code and then, like, change the words to make it, like. Like MySpace profile. Yeah. So <laughs> I just, like, it's not, like, what it is. It's still, like, smart of me in the sense that, like, I figured out how to find an easy way to do it, you know? Uh, so, like, right now I have ripoffclub.com and then I have, obviously, catfishripoffclub.com, which is going to have the same fucking template. It's just going to say catfish over it, you know? <laughs> so, like, the the text boxes are different and stuff like that, but, like, I don't need to sit there from scratch and do, you know, a new thing if I have something that works. So, um, I'm still, like, I'm, like, a definitely like an idiot savant you know isn't that supposed to be autism though yeah yeah so like they'll be like like every time i call like my processor for pantheon pay to ask for help or something they're like okay well you need to ask your developer to do this and that and this i'm like i don't have a developer like (laughs) you're like i'm the developer (laughs) yeah and they're like oh and then they're like well do you know how to like do this and that i'm like i have no idea what i did i just figured out how to do it by like touching things over and over again (laughs) i love you that's so amazing. Do we do we I think we I want to just make it really awkward and be like um we 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 think we did a great job just now talking. I think that it was the best talk of talks of for talking cuz thoughts have thoughts on thoughts and they share thoughts about thoughts. <sighs> God, yes. we're so fucking genuine. Like we are just Yeah, uh, it's very real meta. People. Yeah, yeah whole, whole humans. So that's what – that's this is a good, like, branding, like, lesson. It's, like, if you make it part of your brand that you're genuine, then you're allowed to do stupid shit like this. Okay, that's my closing also is that I spent my formative – what is formative? How do I use that? Like, I think you, you my formative it, right? years of – my formative teen years, whatever, and my adult teen years, my 20s. Um, yes. Really being – disturbed about the fact that I'm annoying and being very, very paranoid about being annoying. I made my entire fucking shield personality an annoying, funny bitch so that I never worry about that. So if I do do something that actually embarrasses me, people are just like, oh, that Chelsea. And seriously, I'm pretty serious. And as you've gotten to know me, you see that I'm kind of just like this pathetic little child. (laughs) And I'm just like sad and mad and upset all the time. (laughs) And so, but my shield for the world is like, and like that is a part of me but that's not my personality like that's my shield and like so but I I never have to worry about being annoying ever again because that Chelsea she's so quirky she's so kooky so yeah no bitch I'm fucking sad except for I am erasing that limiting belief and you're not sad anymore I'm not sad that's not my identity anymore what is it oh fuck It, it is a joy bringer we're gonna no, have another know. episode where we where we talk about that then because we have to figure out we could do like a poll like what is Chelsea's what is Chelsea's next identity? If Chelsea's be? not sad, who is she? Does she even exist? Yeah, uh, I think that she just is a pig farmer. All right, everybody have a great day. Um, drink <laughs> water. Okay, I'm stopping it. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>